The Movie Hour, episode 183, May 17th, 2012. You want to see crazy? No, I've seen that movie, and spoiler alert, it ends with a closet full of my suits on fire! Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us for tonight's episode, The Nothing Rhymes with Kevin Costner Movie Hour. As you all know, I am the badass host for this show, Greg Maloney. I am joined by my beloved co-host, my brother James, and everyone's favorite friar, Jeff. Welcome back, gentlemen. Friar Jeff, I like it. When you say friar, uh... Which one do you think I mean? The man of the cloth. (laughs) The man of the cloth. Uh, it is the man of the cloth. Congratulations, uh, Jeff. Not many people know that Jeff is a friar, but it's uh, it's true. It's all true. Everything you've heard, it's completely completely on the level, right, Jeff? Yep. Yep. Fantastic. That's why actually we sent out we sent Jeff to New York in the first place to spread his good word to everyone. Cloth it up. Is that a mission? <laughs> right. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's been another another week, another week in movies, another week in our lives. I've got great news. I am. Uh, uh, great news for me, bad news for anybody that's been convicted recently. I'm selected for jury duty in two weeks again. Again? Yeah. You didn't hear this? Yeah, uh, yeah, I, on the warpath. They do not let me go. I got pulled as soon as I was eligible at 18, and now they pull me again. And it's like, okay, What thanks. number time is this for you? This is third. The second third. one, I just wasn't able to do it during college, but the, the first one was 18. College was like around 22 or 21, I think. And uh, yeah, That's awesome. Keep up the good work. Keep yeah. absorbing all those duties for me. Yeah, you haven't been pulled once, and you're 75. Yeah. So that's. I uh, got pulled once. I got grandfathered in. Like the people who helped establish the rule don't have to do it. Right. Right. Jeff, have you served or no? Yeah. Yeah. I. Um, I don't know if I've heard your story. I might have to do that sometime. It's not. Well, you can. It's. It's quick. You want it <laughs> an hour, or do you want it? Uh, <laughs> No, gave him the chair. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, we gave him the chair. It was just immediate to twelve votes. <laughs> yeah, do the quick one. The quick jury duty. Interest. All right. So I got selected as an alternate. Uh, actually, like I was like the last group, and I was the last one picked in the last group. It, it, I don't know if it's done the same everywhere, but right. The way it was in Oakland County, and uh, yeah. So it was just like all day, and then finally, it's just like okay, I'm I'm getting out of this. There's no way I'm gonna be the literally the last person picked today, but I was. And then I tried to get out of it by like saying how much cops like didn't do a good job and stuff. Right. <laughs> a little bad about that now, but uh, yeah. Um, dismissed pretty quick. Yeah, I, I was telling Jim on my first time. Somebody just goes, "Yeah, I've been shot by a cop. You're out. Okay, sweet." Right. Right, yeah, I mentioned like how our house got robbed and the cops didn't do anything about it, and the guy was like, "Yeah, but that was in Kalamazoo. These cops, you know, different cops." Like, all right, you got me there, judge. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. So, um, so yeah, went to uh, went to the next day. It was for a guy who had uh, allegedly attacked another guy with a with a glass bottle, and they were going to try and get him uh, uh, assault with a deadly weapon. Um. And uh, so, yeah, I went to the next day where everybody shows up and we sat in this little room. They're like, yeah, we're going to call you in any minute. And like two hours later, we're still sitting there and they came in and they were like, yeah, the guy, you know, he saw you guys and, and knew he didn't have a chance. So, right. And, uh, so, so he, he, he you guys intimidated plea. him. Right, exactly. I, so I they, they, they plead, like he pled for something. Yeah, he like pled, yeah. he pled to a lesser charge or something. Um, so, uh, but my one good story is that like the whole time, you know, it's, it's basically like you realize that it's it, a jury of your peers is more like a jury of people who aren't smart enough to get out of jury duty. Right. No offense, Greg. Yeah. Um, but, uh, 
Yeah, so, like, I don't know, it, it was just... Some people take like, their civil duties very, very seriously. Yeah, I guess. Um, it was, it was kind of like these just sort of, I don't know, like, sad, like, housewife-type people. And one of them, on more than one occasion, said, well, if he hadn't had done anything wrong, he wouldn't be here in the first right. place. Yeah, and the, the second time around, I, I go, listen, I don't think that's how this is supposed to work. Like, I didn't open my mouth the entire time, but uh, I yeah, wasn't impressed. I had a lower view of uh, humanity after walking out of that place the first time. That's fine, man. We just need to get, like, the unemployed or the homeless to do it for us. The homeless. Right. They, we're just going to make them live in, live in uh, right. courthouses, too. That'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, I, a, lot, a lot of discussions about law. Like we, we could talk about it for decades, even. But we have more, things to talk, more important things to talk about, like uh, my, soccer, my soccer experience and how I didn't get hurt this weekend. But we'll move past that, too. There's a, a big number floating around today. Uh, actually, past couple days, the number is $1 billion dollars which Avengers has uh, surpassed after its second weekend in, uh, out in the open. Uh, it's made $100 billion worldwide. And I think it's a... No, no, $1 billion. You said $100 billion. Oh, I'm sorry. $1 billion. I said $100 billion the second time. That's not even, that's not even a thing. That's yeah, a that, would be, that would be awesome. But yeah, it made $1 billion. <laughs> Single-handedly pulling the United States out of its debt. Like, <laughs> you would have to do that a hundred times or something like that. But still, point yeah, stands. Yeah, it's uh, but still, still very impressive. It's uh, it's got 1.7 to go before it cat- catches Avatar for the, the number one spot worldwide. But tons of money. I think it's up to 280. Uh, God, how much did it make? I think it's, it's, it's over like 300, 300, yeah, over 300 million. Like it's, yeah, so. it's already 18th overall in the domestic. God, that's ridiculous. It's so Pretty awesome. good. Did uh, James, you caught the Avengers. We'll get to your feelings about it later. Jeff, did you catch it too or no? No, no, I haven't seen it yet. Um, do, you, do you even have intentions to see? The I kind of do. I've got a, uh, I've got a day off coming. It's sometime in the next couple weeks. Like, and uh, I think I might use that to go see the Avengers. Is it called Memorial Day? No, no, I'm gonna like actually take my oh. own day. <laughs> I've got a feeling I'm gonna be needing a day. Off. Uh, it's called it's called Jeff Day. We were talking about uh, George Lucas before the episode, making fun of him, and part of the reason was uh, there's a sort of a high hunters highwood hoopla where he recently, this whole time at his uh, ranch. Uh, he's been trying to get a giant movie studio, studio like state of the art thing installed and uh, pretty much built on his property. And it's in a giant residential area, so everybody around him who are pretty much an, alflu- an affluent neighborhood um, don't don't want it to happen. So he's done the classic George Lucas being a dick, but this time being a dick to other rich people, uh, deciding to just make the whole area a low income like senior living housing area for for his uh, neighborhood and since they were fighting <laughs> on the studio and what's, 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 you don't like this being zoned commercially <laughs> i'll give you one better poor people ah the poors where it is at least my feeling from all the articles and the the internet comments i've caught is everybody is like giving them thumbs up for this but it's just george being george still like what is this? <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't, don't break the rules for me because i have tons of money and i want to you know make more money around here okay uh let's just fuck you guys why not 
Like, just play if Hitler wouldn't let you build way. something and you beat up Hitler and people were like, yay, he beat up Hitler. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's good, but he's just doing it because he's a dick. Like, that's just what he does. It's He doesn't aim it in any particular direction. Usually it's aimed at the masses. And now it happens to be aimed at other rich people. Yeah, right. <laughs> Usually when, when I say dick, by the way, he did give over half his money to charity. True story. True story. This guy's still a dick, Jar Jar Pink. <laughs> Somebody else made him give that money away. <laughs> Sins can be forgiven, crimes must be paid for. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, th- that was just one thing I want to touch on, but there is uh, one other thing, and that is this weekend, you guessed it, Battleship is going to be released in the U.S., finally. Uh, You've got a couple days of editing right now, so you can really you can put in like that that uh, champagne cork sound and like the yay. Get the Simpsons like random Simpsons like group of kids like (laughs) like as soon as it happens, just somebody's head gets popped off. Yay! Yeah, that's I cannot wait. I will be drunk watching that. Hopefully at. I don't know. 8 a.m. I'll, I'll go with 8 a.m. I, I was given I'll, a little really bit like of. If you would just come out to New York, we could do this in New York. It's true. We could. Well, I was given a little bit of comfort because we went to the movies this weekend to see Avengers, and we were in the concessions line, and a younger person was, you know, waiting on us, and the popcorn has battlefield or battleship all over it, and Dad's like, "Oh yeah, interested in seeing that?" I'm like, "No, not really. It just kind of looks like Transformers in the water." And immediately the the kid pipe pipes up, "Oh yeah, I agree. It's gonna be crap." I'm like, okay, God, I thought it was just like you know an old person thing, but no, the the youth don't like it either. So that that, that was. So it was comforting. It's snarky movie theater employee youth. How great is that? <laughs> yeah, but uh, come on, James. Like, I don't know how old he was. Maybe he's. Uh... What you think is what eighteen or younger than that? Um, she she was probably like seventeen or something. Everybody, everybody nowadays just hates everything. She probably hates everything, so that's why she said it. Right? Yeah. Does she have? Does she have a lot of piercings? uh, (laughs) Yeah, she was pure goth. Everything sucks to her, dude. Don't put some blood in my popcorn. It was great. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah. Um, Battleship's already made two hundred fifteen million. Hopefully, I can add like a couple couple mil to that and. We'll see how much it makes. Apparently, it's two hours and 11 minutes long. I don't know how that happened, but yeah, I cannot <laughs> The wait. credits, that's how that <laughs> It's all CGI. Special thanks to every CGI studio in Hollywood. Right. And uh, and this, a small shout out to Dictator, Sasha Baron Cohen's next movie comes out uh, this weekend, too. So we'll see how that does and see if it just flops on his face. But yeah, so that's that's the upcoming. Look out for that. Avengers still making tons of billions of dollars. It's going to be intense. But we did catch, uh, a couple of us caught some movies. I shouldn't say we, because I did not catch any new movies uh, this week. I've uh, been busy training my dog. Not really, but uh, that is up to Jeff and James. I left all the movie viewing to them. Uh, which one do you guys want to start? You want to just fight for it? or Ready, fight! I can go first, I guess. No matter. Yeah, James. Uh, Hadouken! Yeah. Um, the, I saw two movies that were new to me. One was uh, The Spy Who Loved Me, because we've been watching the Bond films, and that's one of the not so good Bond films. Uh, <laughs> That's one of the ones. There's, there's three sections. Not so good Bond films. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, yeah, like even for campy fun, it was not all that campy fun either. So what it kind year of was that? Uh, this was the 1977's The Spy Who Loved Me. Gotcha. Okay. Which Bond was that? Uh, Roger Moore. Roger's oh God, that's your problem right there. Second one, I think. Roger. So. Roger Moore. Uh, but and then the other movie I saw was uh, The Avengers, which Greg reviewed last week. Yeah, it's uh, I must admit, um, I've been thinking about it recently. 
since we had talked about it last week of the whole like who got screwed out of the FaceTime and I know I said the Hulk probably. Yeah, Not, I remember you thinking about that going you know guy because Hawkeye gets kind of screwed with the plot, but I would say between Hulk and Thor, it, maybe it's Thor that gets the least amount of it. But yeah, I had a hard time because you know like you said you mentioned that last week, so I kind of had that going in you know trying to think okay you know which one of these people is getting the least amount of screen time and actually it's kind of hard to tell thor might be the correct answer but it was all pretty even i thought i mean iron man got it you know a little bit more than everybody else i think what do you think about uh uh, scarlett johansson like did it not seem she got tons of screen time she did yeah she definitely got to be a character this time instead of just you know so i i guess now that we got a second person in on this what did you think in terms of like the shield introductions and how much they made these people, the Avengers feel like so much more powerful than like the world's normal, like shield are most like advanced normal people. How did they make it to see them truly as like superheroes? Did you like how they created the world and how they just smashed it while it's around? Like, yeah, I, I think they, I mean, you're just talking about how they set up the dichotomy, dichotomy between well, like the... that and just the last like 30 minutes of the movie like wow these are superheroes kind of thing they sort of like right. save it for that yeah i i think they did do a good job of that and just you know nick fury and his you know agents are more of just the i don't know if you just want to say the coach or what but just like okay we're just gonna corral these guys and get them to work and you know they're really the ones that need to step up and you know do the work we can't really help that much type it, of You've seen all of the franchise movies before this, right? You've seen all of them, haven't you? Um, you've seen all the Iron Mans. You've seen the Thor, Captain America. I didn't oh, see yeah. the first Hulk, I think, and that was about it, I think. All right. So going into this, uh, you had all the previous information. Did you like? Would you say it's necessary at all to see any of the previous movies to this, other than like? And if you did say one, would you? Which, what would you pick? Um. If you had to see one just for help in this one, it would probably have to be Thor just to kind of get the idea between him and Loki and like the idea behind the cube and that kind of stuff. But as far as needing to, no, I don't think you need to. I think they do a pretty good job of saying, okay, this is the situation. You know, some weird shit's hitting the fan. Cool. But anything, anything that I didn't bring up last week that you thought was cool or not cool or just stuck out in your head? Um, you know, they did a really good job of infusing comedy which i thought was key to the movie i don't remember if you touched on that at all yeah, but we talked i talked about a little bit of the joss whedon jokes but yeah they yeah there that. there are some there are some good pieces of comedy where i laughed at laughed out loud and like it was you know infused in the action so it even stood out more so and i think that was important so um but yeah um i thought it was really good um man I don't remember what you said as far as putting it as the line of like the superhero movies, but it's it's up there for right, me. Yeah, I was trying to figure out is this my favorite superhero movie? Yeah, and it's it's pretty close to Iron Man for me, maybe I would say. Are we forgetting about the Dark Knight here? Uh, right, am right. I crazy? Yeah, Dark, Dark Knight's up there. It really is. It's between... And I still have a soft spot for a couple Supermans. Flash. Flash. <laughs> <laughs> David Hasselhoff's Nick Fury, that was really good. <laughs> I actually was just Wikipediaing Nick Fury <laughs> and literally just learned that that even happened yeah. minutes yeah. ago. That's pretty yeah. awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's good. It's really good. Um, I mean, it's not amazing, but it's a really good, you know, just fun film. You know, don't forget Daredevil. Daredevil will never be forgotten. Never, never saw it. Wow, never saw Daredevil. That just sounds like a lie. Yeah, it's 
as mentioned before, in the last, like I, I, it's probably goes the Dark Knight just because the Joker is so fucking awesome in the Dark Knight. But it's uh, yeah, uh, the original Batman is also up there, but this one, this one's pretty badass and definitely worth seeing. And like I mentioned before, it's still gonna make tons of money, and Joss Whedon deserves it. Blah 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 blah. But you're right. So yeah, and that uh, that number four slot's looking pretty good all time and the best deck. So right, see how it goes. Pulls in right behind Dark Knight. Probably will. Might even beat it. Uh, Jeff, so move on your end. Yeah, sure. I um, Well, real quick, I, I saw a documentary called Bill Cunningham, New York. Um, it's about this guy that I guess he I guess he freelances. Uh, anyway, he works basically for the New York Times. He's really old now. He's like 80 something. Um, but he's a. Um, yeah, he's like yeah, he's he's like Jim's age. He rides around New York on a bicycle and just takes pictures of like like fashion basically, like fashion pictures. And he's sort of an interesting guy. Like he, he that's his entire life. Like he lives in this shitty studio apartment that is literally just wall to wall filing cabinets with photos that he's taken and it's it's, it's, it's kind of it's kind of bizarre. The movie I didn't think was that entertaining, mostly because I don't give a fuck about fashion. Like the only the, my my general response is just to be like, "Uh, these people are awful." Right. Um, right. But Why did you watch the movie if you had? Well, to... uh, it was it was a it was a matter of compromise. Okay. Right. Um, gotcha. So <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, I wanted to watch Death Proof. <laughs> I wanted to watch Death. Proof. <laughs> I watched the new Godzilla. What was on the What was on the other side of the compromise, or was that uh, just decided to go with her choice? I, I, yeah, that's actually probably a little more accurate compromise. Okay. I, I didn't know if that was a middle ground. I'm like, what is the opposite spectrum to make that the middle ground? We'll watch your movie and you won't yell at me. No, I mean, it, it got it got pretty good reviews, and I, I've heard, uh, I know a couple of people who have seen it and said it was pretty good. Uh, it, it was all right. Um. I'm not going to say a whole lot more about it, and I'm not going to really... Um, just one quick question, then. Like, yeah, sure. The documentary, I understand, it's just explain. It's got to be more than just explaining this guy's life, right? Like, it's, a, it's basically just a picture of his life. It's not even explaining like a whole lot. It barely delves into like his past. It's just sort of like kind of following this guy around and showing you know what, what he's about, and uh, it's, it's just... Uh, that's it. Okay. Right. And you know they talk to different people about like about him. He's apparently he's like a legend uh, in the New York fashion scene. He's not a ter- like a terribly fashionable guy himself, um, but he just he really loves the uh, the fashion. Right, right, okay. So putting that aside. Right. I also did uh, what I would call more of a movie experience. I went to this place in Brooklyn called the Nighthawk Theater, which I will go back to over and over and over again. New York listeners, if you haven't been, it's it's fantastic. Um, that was the first time you went there? So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, which is is a real crime, actually. I'll, I'll probably be back, uh, I hope, once a month. They uh, they show a variety of movies, both new releases and uh, like classics. For instance, uh, in a couple of weeks, they're showing the Goonies, Sweet. and it's a uh, it's a dinner theater uh, where you can get dinner and drinks, and you got a little table in front of you, and you can like put your order on this little card, uh, like you know you write it, and they and they bring it to you during the movie, and it's a nice like it, you know it might seat like a hundred people or so. Uh, it's just it's just awesome, and uh, I went and saw a Cabin in the Woods there. Oh, the other thing nice. that they're famous for, and 
if they were doing one for Cabin in the Woods, I'm not aware of it, but uh, they do like specialty drinks and sometimes uh, specialty dinners depending upon the movie. Interesting. Um, so Add some like, flavor. You should right, go see exactly. Temple of Doom there. Yeah, Temple of Doom. Right, exactly. <laughs> Monkey brains would be the thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they and they do set sort of surprise. Thing. But the food was uh, the food was pretty good. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, Cabin in the Woods. Greg's review was good, and it made me interested. Um, I feel I, I had heard that this movie was uh, was basically entirely put together a few years ago, and they just had no idea how to market it. Mm. Is that have you heard that? I have not. Um, I don't know if that's true or not. I've done no, like, no research. Chris Hemsworth looks very. He does look a lot younger in this, and we were talking about it too because Chris Hemsworth being involved in this movie, it seems like he's a little bigger now than than oh, like above this movie. But literally, yeah, right. He looks yeah huge. Now. He looks literally bigger now as well. Yeah, agreed. Um. So I don't know if that's true or not, but yeah, th- there really is no good way to market this movie. But yeah, absolutely awesome. Um, really uh, genre busting, and uh, we know that we know that I'm a huge fan of the metafiction on this show. Right. It's been a long time since I got to talk about it, but the metafiction is strong in this one, and uh, and really just hilarious. Like some really great jokes, and like the kind of like horror movie great jokes where you're like, oh my god, that's so awesome, they're doing that, and then like actual good jokes too. I uh, I will see this movie again and probably again after that i love this movie yeah it was it was good and like i mentioned before on the show it's it's a movie for the horror expert and just a guy that likes movies but goes in and isn't exactly a horror buff but just expects a decent movie decent story and it's awesome like the way it's constructed right like some familiarity with the genre is helpful but for the most part yeah you really just want to you need to want to enjoy a decent movie and it was great it was i mean just great uh, yeah, and so you know, between the two of you, are we, are we stamping this thing or what? I'm stamping it. I don't care okay. what Greg's. <laughs> Hold on a second. We all know it's in my hand. First off, <laughs> haven't we? Didn't we vote on that? Like the stamp's mine. Yeah, you had a one-person vote. <laughs> right. Yeah, you stamped that. It, it's meaningless. <laughs> oh. You sent out the flyer. Said the votes are in. Right, and we since both of us like this movie so much, we haven't really spoiled anything. But I, I guess my question for you, Jeff, after seeing this. Is it what like did you have, the reason I liked it so much? Um, you do have the the meta stories going on, and what found what I found funny even even when they were doing like when they had you sort of stringing along like okay I sort of see where this is going I sort of see where this is going and you take guesses and you sort of think you know where it's going and it does go there but then it goes like beyond it sometimes yeah yeah that that last um <laughs> the last thing I thought was pretty and I I sort of and I don't know if it was I don't know if it was your uh, your review or, or what? Probably not. You did a pretty good job of not spoiling it. But I, I, I sort of had some idea of the – and, I, you know, it doesn't even say it explicitly. At least I don't think it does. And we should probably talk about this off air at some okay. point. But, uh, but yeah, the, there's the last thing where they, they sort of have – uh, the the third uh, – well, anyway, we'll talk about it off air. But <laughs> I, I was very impressed. Right. And what – Oh, just one other thing I was going to mention is, and in terms of the comedy, what they do, and this is like, this is kind of where the horror comedy comes in, is when they turn to something, and before you even see it happen, you guess it's happening, and since you know it's coming, it's it's kind of goes to like the psyche of the human brain, where when you watch reruns, you've seen reruns, like I've seen Seinfeld a hundred times, but you get some joy in knowing what's going to be next. And when you see that happen during the movie and you're guessing like, oh, I bet that's it. And sure, like a split second later, that shows up, it makes you laugh. And it's it's just so funny. So I think it's the... also like the private laugh that you're right. not the private, like the the, uh, the group laugh that you're sharing with like 
it, it's the I understand what's I I get this like right. I it, right. it's uh I think what the laugh is for oh my god I was wrong it's twenty four ounces of Coors <laughs> holy shit all right sorry yeah so yeah. Um, both ahead. of you were talking about like the twists and turns in this thing are, like during the movie are you actually thinking like okay I think I know what's coming next because a lot of times I don't like that when I'm watching a movie I like to just be engrossed and I think that's when it's doing a good job when I'm not thinking about trying to predict what's going to happen. Well, it's sort of like like every uh, good slasher movie. There's sort of a mystery to it about like, okay, well, you know, and I know what you did last summer, which is not what I would say is a good horror movie, but like that's that's what we're making fun right, of right, here. Right. Yep. Like okay. it's there's sort of like the okay, where like oh, what you know, where's this coming from? Or like Scream, which I think was the last like good genre busting uh, horror you know thing, like the uh, where you sort of make fun of it, like. So everything's you, you, like referencing other past films, basically. Sort of, yeah. Not always directly, but uh, there there are a lot of really really funny ways of doing that. I think my my all time favorite is when uh, Chris Helmsworth said, "No matter what, we have to stick together." <laughs> and, uh, it was it was just hilarious. Right. There's uh, yeah. there's a lot of um and to explain it more for people that are just like, what the hell are Jeff and Greg talking about? Sorry. They're, it's yeah, it, we're sorry about that. You should go see it. It's an awesome movie. Obviously, we both really liked it, and it, it sounds like it's got the stamp. But it's just, um, and obviously, from what we've been saying, there's the story of the horror, the threat, the slasher movie, and then there's a movie around that kind of thing. There's another audience that you need to understand and figure out, and it's after you figure that out, things just get more and more fun as you're watching it. And yeah, it's it gets spelled out pretty quickly, but it's a great movie. Check it out. Um, and Jeff, I guess my last question would be. Who do you, like? Who is this movie for? Do you agree that it's pretty much for everybody? Like, it's it seems like anybody, even not horror fans, could go see this movie. I think I think like a a passing familiarity with the, with the horror genre right. is important. And I mean, yeah. Uh, beyond that, yeah. I mean, I, I there's nobody or there are very few people I would not recommend this movie to. Right. And I'm sure you loved all of Bradley Whitford in it. Uh, he was he was dynamite. <laughs> yeah, Jim, you have to see this movie because I know you're a big Bradley Whitford fan, and he is at his like he's really on the ball. Uh, if if anyone what... can pull me into a horror movie, it might be him. Right? right. Yeah. He and Richard Jenkins. Yeah. That's yeah. Oh man, awesome. Yeah. I'm, the I'm scene at... with the harbinger and the speakerphone was so good. It's excellent. Yeah. yeah. All right. It, it might be one after I saw it. And it's one of those after I saw it, and even though I saw it in theaters, and it's probably worth seeing in theaters. Like it's, it's a movie where I thought I might own this. Like this is a movie I could see myself buying, and that's rare. So, uh, right. Awesome. I'm happy you saw it. Uh, let's get to our Parker Posey play along kind of a quick uh t- quick to the point episode today uh parker posey playing along last week was my question which is more in the world of the avengers as it still gets crazier and crazier uh, my question was now that the avengers has come to being uh which character are you most excited to see in their next movie and that could include movies that haven't been uh greenlit yet aka uh shield movies whatever which was jeff's answer um what surprised me was all the hawkeye love uh it was kind of split between that and iron man but that doesn't surprise me knowing the people who picked right the hawkeye jeremy renner it's, it's really more jeremy renner love i uh use after seeing the movie james do you do you My know answer has changed, hawkeye? I think. Do you know any of the Hawkeye background or no? Like, uh, very li- like I don't know his backstory or anything. Okay. Okay. I just uh, knew him as a member of a already established member of the Avengers. Yeah. But right. uh, my my answer might switch to the Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. After seeing it, I I think he was the best Bruce Banner out of the you know out of the one that I seen. 
Right. He, <laughs> not to mention he, like he is already on. Like I mentioned before, he's already on board. He's signed for like five other movies, whether it be a Hulk movie or Avengers movie. Oh, they haven't said if there's going to be a solo one or not. Exactly. So it's going to be. Uh, it'll I be mean, a- I want the Captain America to be redone. I know it's really not going to be happening. It's going to be more of the same. So I'm just like, well, at least you know this one's kind of interesting. Maybe I can go with the Hulk. So after seeing the Avengers, I have more hope for the Hulk than. And now the question is, like, what's Joss... I don't know if Joss Whedon's attached for any next movie yet. I know, like, it's been announced that the second one's coming, but I'm curious to see what... He can be commanding quite a... Yeah, now that he has a few dollars. Like, he could do whatever the hell he wants. He's gonna... Like, there's already been a lot of questions with uh, interviews with Joss Whedon. Like, oh, are you gonna change now since you made all the money? Like, uh, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. But, uh, yeah, that was last week's question. Thank you so much for for answering it. You can find the questions at uh, gungapit.com and also at uh, Facebook on the uh, Movie Hour page. And our next question is brought to you by our member co-host, Jeff. Our favorite friar. Member co-host. That's pretty cool. All right. So um, inspired by uh, inspired by George Lucas uh, <laughs> in, his, in his latest actions, um, how would you – what would be the best way to kill Jar Jar Binks? Now, um, actually, what I want – what is your favorite revenge film? Or, I mean, if there – or I guess it doesn't have to be a, a, like a revenge film, but what's your favorite revenge in a movie? Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. Uh, so, obviously, the um, theme is revenge. Right. I mean, I, if you want to come up with, like, an individual revenge within a movie, I'm fine with that. But, like, there are definitely, like, revenge movies out there. Um, it's hard for me not to say Lady Vengeance because it's so awesome and because I, I want to ruin it for everybody else by saying it now and then let you know. But um, I am going to go with – and you guys can tell me if this doesn't count in my own Parker Posey. I'm going to go with Inglorious Bastards. Uh, mm. I think that the uh, the 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 revenge uh, for the horribleness of the Nazis and that was just like probably the most cathartic thing I've ever seen in a movie ever. I just felt so great leaving that movie. Uh, and as we've discussed before, and no spoiler alert all over it, like it's just great that they just kill Hitler. Like fuck right, it. Yeah. right, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, there's no way they're killing Hitler in the movie. Right. Yeah. Die like that, like, but no, they blow his face off. Like it's really, <laughs> really kind of cool. Oh man, I haven't seen that. I've seen it twice. I really need to see that movie like 30 more times. That movie's great. And, uh, Hugo Stiglitz. That's another good one that would be great on the projector, James, when you get it set up. Then the glorious bastards yeah. would be good on that. Yeah. Uh, that's uh that's a very very interesting question. So even if it like it could be an instant of vengeance, but we're looking for like a, the themat the theme of the movie is uh pretty much revenge oriented. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, it's I would actually like Sympathy for Lady Vengeance is awesome, and I was thinking Old Boy as a possible answer too. Both of those, uh, anyone that's listened to us, we always throw that out for awesome answers, and they are always awesome answers. Um, that is tough, James. Do you know what you want? Oh man, um, I think I've got to go with uh, Desperado for me. Interesting. My my, yeah. my, my introduction to Selma um, <laughs> and uh, a, a Robert Rodriguez film, uh, just stylized violence, um, just and some pretty good dialogue, you know, with the Steve Buscemi's in there, and uh, and just it was just overall fun. I just enjoyed the film, and it's. Honestly, like I had a couple other ones in mind, but I think this one would have to take the cake for me, just for some personal fun. Right? Yeah, you love Desperado. Well, you yeah, saw it, so you like Desperado. Yeah. 
Hmm. Hmm. God, I don't know. Like it, it's it's tough to beat. Even between those two movies, I think. It's got to be like in terms of the time duration, it's kind of funny because in Old Boy and in Lady Vengeance, there's a giant time thing involved in it. And I think Lady Vengeance sort of takes the cake in terms of preparations for vengeance. Uh, so that would be my one out of those. I was trying to think of a better answer, but I I, I got one, but I don't want to spoil it for people. Right, right. If you don't take it, so no, it's uh, definitely definitely keep it. Like there are all kinds of just. Uh, there's there's tons of answers and I can't. Yeah, uh, there, this is actually yeah. my favorite question I've come up with in quite some time. <laughs> Usually it's it's a shit question. Right, right. I mean not ice cream shit question, but a shit question. <laughs> Thanks. Big diggers. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm I have no shame in picking Lady Vengeance, even though even though Jeff even set it up. Yeah, I there's no nothing wrong with that answer no, at all. It's such an amazing movie. Did I tell you that I had a frequent listener in front of the show, Matt, listen to it and or watch it, and he like went to, he fell asleep at like the last thirty minutes and just never finished it, and he said <laughs> watch it later, and I'm like you can't just watch the last thirty minutes of this movie, like you ruined it all. You got to watch it all over again. Um, I still remember finding the film on cable and going, what the hell is this? Like joining kind of like a quarter of the way in. Right. Just, just like I hell? 2 a.m. on HBO or something. Yeah, something. I don't even remember. Just like, what is this? Uh, interesting. Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, Jan- or I guess uh, that question be found at the boards at uh, gungapit.com and also on our Facebook page. Jeff, phrase it one last time for our listeners and uh, they can find it there. Yeah, what is your favorite revenge movie? Or if you don't have, if you've got a really great instance of revenge in a non-revenge movie, I guess that's fine. Yeah, awesome question. I'm sure there'll be some awesome answers. Uh, Thank you so much uh, for your input, guys. Another awesome uh, movie hour in the bag. Yeah, thanks for stopping by, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Rock and roll. Long live jury duty, everybody. It's a probably short quote, just to just Thank you for listening. The, the Nothing Rhymes with Kevin Costner movie hour. I'll catch you guys time. Oh, is that what you want? Yep. Because that's how you get ants.